Yo, what's going on? This is a Triple Threat Podcast. My name is JP. I'm here with Gus. Oh, it's good. And Jake. What's up, bro? What up, man? How y'all boys doing today? Man, I'm doing good. Yeah, man. Just chilling over here, bro. All right. So just to tell you a little bit about what's going on here. Uh, it's really just a talk show between the three boys. And um, we're going to talk about things that we mostly talk about in our free time together anyways. Uh, you know, NBA, NFL, and just music, really. Uh, so let's go ahead and start by telling everybody how we each got into our teams. So who wants to start off with that? Man, I think you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're the host. What? <clears throat> host goes. Okay. Okay. So tell you all a little bit. Well, actually, no, I think Gus should just go, to be honest, because mine pretty much just reciprocates off of his. So you go. Okay. So. So for basketball, I'm a Celtics fan. and Football, I'm a Vikings fan. So I became a Celtics fan because um, when I got into basketball, I started playing like City Rec League, and the Celtics was the first team that I ever played on. So I just started watching them in real life, the NBA team. And yeah, I mean, that was in 2006. So it's been a long time. but. For the Vikings, I, I actually, this was before I was watching NFL. I was only watching college football, and I was a Gators fan. <clears throat> and my favorite player was Percy Harmon. And then he graduated from Florida and went to the pros. I just went to wherever he landed, and that was Minnesota. So, And that was um, the year after they drafted Adrian Peterson. So they had those two guys, and it was, it was cool. So yeah, just, that's it for me, pretty much. So then pretty much, like I said, mine just reciprocates off of his, essentially. Um, so him being a Celtics fan, me being the annoying little brother that I was, I decided I wanted to do everything the opposite of him. So he was cheering for the Celtics, what was it, the 08 finals? And um, I was watching this bald guy, Kobe Bryant, go off. And I decided that was going to be my favorite player because Gus did not like him and what he was doing to them. So I decided oh. to go forward as a Kobe Bryant fan. Therefore, stamping me a Lakers fan for life. Um, and essentially, like I said, just anything that I could do to piss him off was my goal. So then it was 09, the NFC Championship, the Vikings and Saints went off. I wasn't really into football yet, but him being a Vikings fan, like I said, they were playing against the Saints. So that was his rival, which means I'm a fan. And uh, I just really stuck with them since then. And that's pretty much my story. Jake, what about you? Man, so the first basketball game I ever watched was that playoff game where fucking Baron Davis dunked on AK-47. Man, ever Ooh. since then, I've been a Warriors fan, bro. Baron Davis. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Tiny fuck. <laughs> and the Ravens, man? Go ahead. Man, the Ravens. I've been a Ravens fan since fuck if I know. I just like the color purple. I never <laughs> watch football. All right, well. You've been watching, you've been watching a little bit more the last two, three years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty much just how all of us became fans of the teams we support now. Uh, mm -hmm. Since we already touched on NBA a little bit, let's go ahead and just jump right into it with some predictions for 2021-22. We got the champs. I'll start off with the champs because I got a lot to say speaking about the champs. So, speaking of the day we are recording this podcast, it is one year since my Lakers are champions. Just want to make that known. Thank you very much. Next. Um, the champs that I have for this year, and this is 
almost as you can say for any year as the for the big dog. If they are healthy, I'm going with my Lakers. I don't care. If LeBron is healthy, AD is healthy, Westbrook is, I don't care, 50%, we're not losing. And, and, and that goes with the bench and the supporting cast also healthy. So, we're, you know, we're talking two, three, four, five role players down, then I'm not with that anymore. With that being said, my runners up, I have Milwaukee Bucks. I have Giannis coming for a two-peat if my Lakers aren't healthy. And that's all I'm going to say. Who's next? <sighs> okay, so I asked you this off the air, and I'll kind of lead into it now, but <clears throat> if Kyrie plays, and if. they stay healthy. If, if, big asterisk here. If, if he plays and the Nets stay healthy, again, another big if. If those two things go right, I'll go with the Nets. If Kyrie okay. doesn't play, then I'm going Lakers. Okay. That's fair. And then the runner up is obviously the vice versa you know, of that. Exactly. So. so now let's say, but say in that situation, Brooklyn's not healthy or Kyrie doesn't end up playing. How, well, how do you foresee it going that way? If Kyrie is not playing. Correct. If he's in that, um, in that yeah. series or in the, in no, just in, in general. They probably go home second round at most. Yeah, I, I think so, too. But a lot because of people don't, don't agree with that. A lot of people no, see Brooklyn as this powerhouse. And even I don't think so because, the three stars. No, because I think a lot of their bench depth is really overrated. I think that a lot of these dudes are at the tail end of their career. And it's just like, what are you getting from these guys? You're just yeah. you're paying attention to na- names too much. I agree. And I'm not trying to hate. I t- and, you know, you know, everybody thinks I got beef with Kevin, but. You know what I mean, though? Like, I just don't, I, 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 I even said that from last year. As soon as the Harden trade happened, I'm not buying in. And I still feel the same way. And they just can't yeah. stay healthy. They really can't. Um, Jake, what about you? What do you got for champs and runners up? Man, for the champs, I got the Lakers. Okay. And the runner ups, I got the Bucks. Oh, wow. Look at you. Stealing yeah. the page out of my book. Man, the Bucks are going to take Brooklyn out in the second round in six games. <laughs> I hope so, man. You already here first. I wouldn't disagree, man. I really don't want to. I don't think I can. So up next, we got our MVP for the season. Um, you guys want me to leave this one off? Because I got a very, very ironic take. Two of them, actually. <laughs> ironic? Lead it off. One of them's ironic, and the other one's ironic because of who the first one is. So I'm just going to go ahead and get straight oh, to it. Oh, for MVP, I got Kevin Durant. Okay. However, I do have somebody as a secondary, you know, who I think could also do it. And this is ironic because it's Kevin Durant and I'm going to say Steph Curry. Okay. Steph was my dark horse MVP, even though that wasn't a thing here. He's my dark horse MVP. Man. Yeah. My, my regular one is Giannis though. I'm going Giannis. Yeah. Too. I got Giannis too. Okay. Cause I, here's what I think. I think, Teams like the Lakers and Nets that they added a lot of guys. So LeBron and KD, basically, they're going to be focused on just making the team work. They're going to try to gel the team out. Giannis is just going to put up crazy numbers and, you know, they already know how to play together and all that shit. So yeah. yeah, And he finally won a ring. So like people wouldn't have voted for him if he lost that shit. But now that he won a ring, he's going to win another one. Yeah. All right. So for six man of the year, I think we are all in concurrence. All in agreement. 
in the fact that we are going to the pool party, Jordan Pool. Six man of the year, most improved. I'm going. Oh well. Wait, Jake, uh, is he going to start? Jordan Pool is going to start until really Clay comes back, and he might start like while Clay is there too. Hmm. That's going to be interesting. That's gonna He's going to start too many games. Yeah. Yeah, he probably will. I, I I didn't even factor in the fact that Clay's out till Christmas, but yeah, yeah, I, I guess I'll say most improved. Yeah, Jordan Poole. Is most improved is what I have him. Yeah. So the for six man, mm, I have I'm Dennis. Like, yeah, I'll probably go with Dennis yeah. as well. The boy Dennis, man. I I just think, and I I was telling you guys this a solid week. I saw it. It was um, we signed him August tenth, but August third, actually, I lied. Sorry. August 3rd, I told you guys we should look at him on a one-year deal for um, the taxpayer MLE because take that small money, get a decent role here, ball out, go get paid next year. That, that was my pitch. That was on your birthday, August 3rd. And then on the 10th, they reported we were talking to him. And then the 13th, they signed him. Yeah, I, I, I'm not mad at you for that statement. I can definitely see him being the sixth man. Um, we got, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to have to go ahead and say Dennis as well, since, you know, yeah. since Jordan Poole's is more than likely going to start half the year, I didn't even factor that in. Yeah. Um, moving forward, defensive player of the year. Of course I got Anthony Davis, but that's just me. I think right. he should have won it. I think he should have won it in 2020. Giannis won it. I'm not mad. It is what it is. Who y'all I, got got? AD. I got AD for sure. Damn. We all three got AD. Okay. Okay. I love to see it. My boy gets some love. So now then most improved as, you know, I originally had, um, you know, Jordan, well, it is Jordan Poole, but I have someone that I want to mention. I just want to throw out there. Um, and I, I'm not really too sure how it's going to work out, but I, you know, if I can see him taking a leap, I'm going to go with Anthony Edwards. Okay. Yeah. If he gets a higher volume of shots, he could get up to like 24 a game. And he already takes a high ass volume. Gus, what about you? Uh, Man, you know what? Jordan Poole? I, I did have Jordan Poole. What, we're talking about player who blow up or most improved? Just most improved the award itself. Most improved the award itself, I do have Jordan Poole. Yeah, same. All right, so then from there, let's just go straight to the biggest leap. Um, I'm sure we're on, again, in the greens on the pool party. I However, actually, I do have another candidate. Okay. Yeah. I I, I also, yeah, I also have another candidate. So I want to throw some people out there, you know, just to, you know, so you guys go first, go ahead, Jake, who you got, man, biggest leap. I got the Aaron Fox. Solid. Yeah. I think he's going to get up to like 26 and nine, maybe. He he worked on his jump right. So yeah, especially if they end up moving healed for something. All right. And Gus, I'm gonna go with bam, bam out of bio. Okay, that's a good I can one. See too. a big year from him. Um, I think that they build the team really well around him, and I think he's going to be playing the five, and I, so I think that's going to be pretty good for him. Okay, well, my secondary mention, I think, is kind of a lot of you know, I, I it's a controversial topic. I mean, not topic, but it's a controversial player in terms of this, and I really don't think it should be because some people must think he's already at his peak, and I say Jason Tatum. I think a lot of people think he's already at his peak. Which I think is insane. But yeah, I think I think I think a lot of people think that too. Like that, this is it for him, and I don't think we're even scratching the surface with him, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I completely agree. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I have. 
hoops just come so simple to it, man. Cause like, like I said earlier, I started watching the Celtics in like 06, right? In that span, I think the only the only more talented player I would put that's been on the Celtics in that span is Kyrie. But then you look at an all-time scale, I think those are probably the two, those two and like Larry Bird, those are the most three talented Celtics to ever play, like for the Celtics. Um and and but Tatum's 23, and I'm saying that. So it's just like, you know, what's what's the ceiling for him? And we've talked about this. We've talked about his ceiling, and we all kind of said, like, sounds crazy, but we said like KD type ceiling. Definitely. He just oh, has that. He's, they ahead. were working, um, they were like running him a guard in practice or some shit. Like he's yeah, bro. Dude, if he gets yeah. up to, like eight assists a game. Bro, they, MVP. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if you see like point Tatum lineups. Scary hours. Yeah. So up next we got from there. So from our biggest leap, we're gonna go now to our biggest setback or our biggest fall off. Um, so basically just somebody who had a great year who you think just had a great year or is you know just not gonna live up to what they accomplished last year. Um, so for me, I I don't really wanna go this route but I think it's the most like blinding light right now. And I'm going to go with Julius Randall. I just don't know that what he did, he's capable of continuing to do. And that's not in a negative way towards him. It's just, he had a great year and I'm not sure. I mean, he could have another great year and even better one, but personally, I think that's the most likely to not happen again. What about you guys? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the Hawks, kind of like pretty much exposed him in five games. Like the Knicks won the first game and then the Hawks figured it out really quick. So um, I did tell you, I Randall was a pick of mine also, but I'm going with Kemba and it's, it's mainly just because I know Kemba's health and y'all know me, man. I love Kemba. Great dude. Great teammate. All that stuff. How to get rid of him. No, the contract just didn't make sense for what you were getting, but I, I really just don't think New York is a thing for him. And it's, it's just because of Thibs, man. He does not need a coach that's going to play him that many minutes, heavy minutes every night. Apparently they're willing to have him play back to back. I just, I don't like that for him. So um, I'm going to go Kemba. I don't, I don't, I just don't see it working out well for him. And I'm going to piss off like all five Timberwolves fans, but I'm going with D'Lo. Oof, I can see it. And I you, do you not. Know, you you say you're an advocate against D'Lo recently. Not recently, but you know. And he, no, he I, had I just, D'Lo. He no, had D'Lo. I just don't think he fits the team, bro. Like Anthony Edwards is a high, like volume guy. D'Lo is. Cat is. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I definitely can see it. Um, yeah. I just, I just, if he stays on that team, I just, I don't fucking see that shit working, bro. Now, if he gets moved, that's a different question. But I don't think he's gonna move. Okay. All right. That's fair. So, so last thing before we jump into the NFL. So I want to hear from each of you. Who is your dark horse NBA finals team? Oh man, that's easy for me. Go ahead. That's easy for me. I'm going with Steph Curry with the pot, man. Steph got a squad around him. He got shooters around him. Dude, he he went off last season. Okay. I remember he had that month, it was April, where he was dropping like 40 or 50 every game. And he did that with one of the worst ranked spacings of all time. And I think, I think if I remember correctly, the offense with him was like the seventh best all time or something like that. And without him on the floor, they were the 13th worst offense of all time. 
Yeah. Um, and and now you put shooters around him. Just just want to point that out there that in that time when it was currently going on, me and Jake were just we kept talking about it. And the only thing we could compare it to is that stretch Kobe went on. Yeah. And um, it was something like you, you don't see that very often, you know? No. Yeah, he was no. Really off. Is there is there anything you want to add to that, Jake? Man, I got the Warriors too. I figured coming back. Josh. That's <laughs> an inside joke. Inside joke. Man. What do you got? So for me, I, I can definitely see Golden State, and I'm not mad at you guys for that at all. I'm gonna go with one that I don't think is talked about nearly enough. However, I think the addition of Kyle Lowry makes Miami that team for me. I knew you were gonna fucking say it. I just I, don't know, man. I I, that's that's and and since the moment it happened, that's the way I felt, and I feel no shame. I don't know. Man, man. I got a question. Go ahead. Man, you think Tyler Hero takes a leap? Or? No. No. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I think he does. I think he does, too. He a, has to. A he leap? has a slump. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, how can you regress more than that? <laughs> um, and, I, and, and like I said, like I said, it's not hating. I know I'm going to get my, my, my Heat fan friends in here talking about, oh, I'm hating on Tyler Hero. Buddy, what is there to hate on? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's, it's, I think I don't he, he, he's talented enough to, to be good. It's it's all in his head. All that slump shit is all in his head. Miami, they're they're a passionate fan base. They're tough to play for. They 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 expect a lot out of you. And like as as crazy as it is, like bro, this kid's young as hell. Yeah, I agree. He's so, very talented. He's very talented. Um, he does things that we don't see many players coming into to, into the league with that skill set these days. But it, it's a way of how he applies it, and that's what we're waiting to see. You know, man, he yeah. takes some bad shots. He yeah. does. He's yeah. a very, he's not a very good hold decision on, maker. Hold on, hold on, host, Mr. Host, talking about he's very talented. We're waiting to see how he applies it. Let's talk about Benjamin, Benjamin Simmons. There's a lot going on with <laughs> okay. him right now. Man. So this is a great conversation to have, and I'm glad we're having it because I'm the only one who feels the way that I do about this topic. And I am not out on Ben Simmons like you guys are. And I'm I just think, not. I th- Well, here's what I think, though. I think you're only thinking of him as a player physically on the court. You're not taking into account his mental. His mental is why I th- why I think what I think about him. The, the, his mental is the only reason why I think what I think about him. And I just think that Philly is what is he a giving mess. You what what is he proven to yeah. to make you think that way? He he hasn't, but he hasn't. He also he, he hasn't has been in a good offensively. He has regressed every season. It's just to me, he hasn't. If if Philly was a more viable place where all these stars were blooming and all Bro, this was going on, I don't. I just first I, I can't trust team, Philly. Fifty plus, fifty plus wins, almost sixty. I think first seed. They had a squad. Yeah, and they folded because of him. Man, yes or no? Don't even get me started about when they folded when they had Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that was all and and Embiid came out and said. They they shipped Jimmy off because Ben wanted that. Yeah, you're not good yeah, enough to demand so, that. Something something fishy's going on over there because now they're begging for him to come back, and he's about to. I you know what yeah, I think I, it is though. I, I honestly think there's no market for him like that. Yeah, I think oh, he's, of course that's not. why. I think he's coming back to show that he's like a good like a good guy. Like he actually wants to play, so people somebody will trade for him. It could be. It could be. Man, but nobody wants him right now. Maybe man. I don't know. I'm not out on him. I'm not giving up on him until he's not wearing a Philly jersey. I personally was rooting for him to get traded to Golden State because if there's any player in the league that's going to pull his potential out, it's going to be Steph Curry. 
But that's a story for another I've day. Been that. Close. We, well, that's something we could all agree upon, except Jake. He did not want that trade to happen. Man, we were true. Did you see the package, bro? It was fucking the two picks, Wiseman and fucking Andrew Wiggins. That's you don't do that, man. That's a terrible uh, trade. Yeah, it's, four young guys. It's tough. It's tough. Anyway, we got to move on. So, uh, going on here into the NFL. So we got a, a request from David. He asked, "What do we think oh, about man. what do we got for the Super Bowl this year?" Man. man, I got as it stands right now, man. I'm going Bills and Bucks. I'm going Bills Bucks right now, man. I think the Bills are the best team in the league right now, and I think Brady looks sharp as hell. So. Can't better against Brady on the other side. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think um, definitely the Bucks, the AFC. I'm very, um, I wouldn't say I don't know. I'm too indecisive about the AFC. And actually, for the NFC, I'm not even going to say I'm fully sold on the Bucks either. I think they are the best team. But uh, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. Also, my dark horse team is the Rams. So I think the Rams come out of the NFC. Um, if not, then I, I got the ball. But I don't. That's I don't know that. I don't think the Rams are a dark horse team, though. I was thinking about them too. Yeah. I feel like they're rated too high for that. People think they, they were the before the season. The before the season, everybody was saying that Stafford's not going to make much of a difference. Rather than they're still saying that. I saw some shit on Twitter. They were right. That's that's why I, I don't think, think that's dark, dark horse. horse. I I just dark think horse it is for me because they're, they're, dark horse they for me. They'll do it in the NFL. I put the Panthers. I feel like that's a dark horse. No, I'm not worried about the Panthers. No, I mean that is a dark horse because no one's worried about them. But exactly, but, but I'm not. The I mean, because I see them boys twice a year, so that's just me, yeah. though. What about you, Jake? What do you got for your uh, Super Bowl and dark horse? Yeah, my dark horse is the Ravens. Okay, I respect the it. Super Bowl. I got Bucks and Bills. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, I mean, those are good picks, especially the Ravens. You know, Lamar's emerging as. Something a fantasy QB baby. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 turning it up a notch. It's he's looking like MVP Lamar again, and it's something special to watch. You gotta love it. He's passing better, I think. This he's passing, passing significantly better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My man Lamar. Um, up next, we gotta talk about, and I noticed especially because nobody mentioned them, and this is thanks to our friend Nick, the Chiefs. What is going on in Kansas Whoa. City? Um. Well, I I want to. What is this week five? Week five just happened. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. I it's think I think we shouldn't be concerned. While until week seven to eight, um, the Ravens just gave up like a sixty yard run on the ground. Um, but yeah, so I think if they're still like five hundred or, or you know negative record by week seven to eight, then I think there's cause for concern. And also, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Edwards Alaire got hurt and he's out at least three weeks. Damn. I agree with everything you just said, but the thing is, how are they going to get better? Well, and their defense is the bad. defense is all time bad. Yep. So Mahomes, the Mahomes doesn't, he's making decisions that you're not Man. really, Used His to interception luck ran out. It, it's something. Yeah. It's, it's really yeah. strange. It, it really looks like you know, like when when in. Um, it's not even like he's playing bad either. He's just throwing more bad passes. Yeah, it, it's very strange. It's very un Patrick Mahomes like that we're we're seeing right now. 
And it's just, it, it really does give you cause for concern because every year we've seen him, he's never looked like this. And this is, you know, this is supposed to be his best year yet. Every year is like that for him. He's one of those type of guys. So it definitely does raise an eyebrow, but I don't know. It's just strange. It, I, like I said, it, I think it really does have to do more with the defense, obviously, because the defense can't stop anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think give it a few more weeks. If they're still struggling, um, then yeah, I think they're kind of, they just got figured out, you know, Mahomes, I think it worked for a while. He's very talented, obviously, but I think it worked for a while just because it, whatever he was doing was new. And now he's in year three or four and he's kind of, you know, now you start to see the pattern of what he likes to do. And he, he gets really lucky with interceptions, even last season and the season before that. I mean, there's videos, there's videos, man. I'm talking like he gets 20 picks a year dropped, like should be automatic picks and they just get dropped. And I'm sure you can say that for a lot of QBs, but I feel like nobody talks about it with him. It's, just, it's hard to see because, you know, he's he's a fan favorite. I know we personally have talked about him a lot. We love him. Um, and, and it's just crazy to see because, you know, the, the older he gets, the more matured he's supposed to be in this league, the better he's supposed to get. But instead, he's declining. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have this freak by the name of Tom Brady, <laughs> where I can't even begin to explain what this guy's doing. You guys want to touch on that? Man. Go. What does it say, gone. man? What is there to talk about? What he do you is, just have? He just had 400 yards and five tubs, five right? Touchdown, yeah. He's at what? 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's insane. I think so. 44 year, 40. Actually, I just started reading this book. Um, our good friend, uh, Evan was telling me the other day that, um, there's a book named the inner game of tennis. And that's like the, the book that Brady built his whole mindset around. And I just started reading it. And I'm one chapter in and I can already like see why it literally just talks about getting, you know, that with every sport, there's two games. There's the outer game that's going on. And then there's the inner game and the inner game is where you actually win. And it just shows like, you know, when it comes to his mentality, he's just like, he's in that Kobe shit, bro. Like they're just psychos when it comes to that. He's different. He's different for sure. Man, you might fuck around and win MVP. I could see that. That's also, that's a good mention yep. there because I could definitely see that as well. Yeah. That's definitely yep. worth the mention. Um, so moving forward before we get to wrapping things up here, I just want to quickly put out, you know, say thank you if you made it this far. Um, this is our first podcast. We're doing this. This is one take, you know, this is we're, we're just kind of going at it here, just talking and chopping it up. So if you're enjoying it, go ahead and follow us on Spotify, Apple, whatever you're listening to us on. Uh, so. <clears throat> that can be cut out. That part of fucking <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> just as I'm flexing, just as I'm flexing, it's a one take. Just as I'm flexing, it's a one take. What do you mean a cut out? We did this in one take. Cut. No, I'm saying nah. that part where I did, I just stopped talking. We just cut that out and then start right here. Where I'm about to keep going. Nah, man, we're keeping this whole thing in there. Yeah, fuck you. Hell we're no. Being, we're being organic as hell, bro. This is real. This is what people want to hear, not that edited man, shit. Man, I don't want to... F- whatever, this, man, whatever. Bro, this is what the people want. I, I watch. You'll see. All right. You'll see. Whatever. We'll, we'll talk about this later, man. So nah, man. we're going to close out our first episode. And like I said, if you've made it this far, I truly do thank you for the support. Y'all are real as fuck. And half of y'all probably won't even make it this far because y'all fake as fuck. And that's, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. That's so, dude. That's so funny. This dude posted JP 
he posted saying we're recording the pod tonight. Send send questions and topics. And if you're not gonna peep this, delete me. That's facts. Oh, man. and guess like, what? I posted y'all. that. I posted that, and I hope motherfucker listens to this shit. I posted that, and I said, if you're not gonna support when I drop, delete me. I saw a couple of people delete me. I took a screenshot of y'all. Just gonna put Damn. that. Damn. Anyways, moving no, on. I'm not, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not gonna name drop or anything because I'm not. I don't get down like that. But you know who you are. Moving forward. Y'all lame as hell, man. I'm gonna close out the show lame. here. Lame. Lame. <laughs> close out the show here with uh, some topic requests we got from our listeners. As they just mentioned, I did post it on my socials asking if there's anything anybody wanted us to touch on. Because, like I said, this is a podcast mainly about sports and music. But we, you know, we just want to talk. You know, we we feel like we have a lot to say. Not like we're you know the brightest people in the world or anything. But you know, we feel like a lot of people can relate to us. So we just we talk about a lot of different things here. And this, we don't really have a structure right now. But that's what we're going to learn how to do. Like I said, is our first one. So uh, a good mention here from our buddy Chris. He asked us, "How do we feel about being business owners, or if we've ever thought about that?" And I'm just going to sit back and let Gus do all the talking here. What's this from Chris? Who? Oh, Juan and Chris, man. Oh, little Chris. Oh, man. Of course, man. So, what's going on, Juan and Chris? Um, man, have we thought about owning your own businesses? So, I mean, yeah, this is basically the last like three years of my life. Um, most people that are, you know, hearing this won't know, but I kind of just had to rebuild my life from the start, starting three years ago. And a lot of it has been centered around obviously becoming a better person and growing and then just finding my interests. And a lot of it has just been being an entrepreneur and starting my own thing and doing my own thing. Um, but yeah, that's ultimately the goal. We have a, um, I have a, a youth sports company that I'm probably a proud, a part of, uh, gold tier sports. I'm the, <clears throat> the vice president with one of my day ones from like since elementary school and we got really, really big stuff on the way for, for gold tier sports. Um, I'm really excited for that, that king of the court tournament. I think that's going to be sick. I really want to see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, man, entrepreneurship, that's been the goal for a few years now. Um, just, I mean, it's, it's, I don't want to make it sound like I frown upon anybody who, you know, has a knock five or anything like that. I just know that's not for me. And it, it hasn't been for me since like, I knew right away, you know, my, my first job was out of high school. I worked at eBay who, who didn't, right. I worked at eBay and, um, I just knew, bro. Like I was like, there's no way I can do this the rest of my life. So, and just got to explore, bro. Just to add on that. If you are, if you have a personal relationship with either one of us, you already know how we feel about being a business owner. You already know how that goes. So, you know, now, if you don't, if you don't know, you know, now, um, another topic we got here from our good friend, Jordy, he just wants us to talk about hustle. And, you know, honestly, I don't know how you can even talk about that enough, especially, you know, the times we live in the, the, the state that the country's in, you got to hustle to do what you got to do. You know, like there's, there's no way around it. You got to hustle. Or you get left behind as simple as that. Okay. Yeah. That's the times we in, bro. That's, and again, it goes back to the entrepreneurial spirit. It's just like, we we are in an era where more millionaires are existing every day and it's just like at this point man there's no reason for anybody to not you know reach their full potential like all the information is out there 
everything you need is literally there. And like, I know some people will hear this and they might be in a bad situation. Cause you know, I was in that shit, but when I say, cause I heard a quote, it was, you have everything you need right now. It's very crucial. You think of that right now, because what that doesn't mean you have everything you need right at, to, to live the rest of your life. You just had everything you need right now in this moment to get to that next step, whatever that next step is. Right. I and you're here. Exactly, bro. Like, you know how long I've been talking about this shit. Yeah. Everything that is literally happening right now. So yeah. it's just, it's a, it's a work in progress, bro. So don't get discouraged, man. Just keep hustling. And before you go, Jake, I just want to throw it all out there. I mean, we're literally all showing the hustle right now. We all, all of us just work. We just got off work. I literally got off work made a sandwich and hopped on here to do this. You know, I know these guys just did the same thing. They got off work, yeah. had food, and here we are. I mean, you got to hustle. You got If, if you want to do what you want to do in life and enjoy the life you live, you got to hustle. There's no way around it. Motherfucker was eating on the camera preparing. Literally, yeah. We were <laughs> reading the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you got to hustle. There's no way around it. And I, 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 it's so cliche to keep saying it over and over, but it's just facts. You're not going to get anywhere if you don't hustle. You got to bust your ass and you got to do things you don't want to do. You got to be uncomfortable in life to get places you want to be. Um, yep. Facts. So to close out our show, let's go ahead and talk about a good one. We haven't really talked much about rap or music at all this episode, but mm-hmm. let's go ahead and end it off with a question from Matt. And he asked, what are our thoughts on the expansion of rap? So obviously there's a lot of ways to interpret this, but in the way that after I talked about it with him and we decided to go about it is coming from the way rap began and flourished in the nineties to where we are now, you know, with um, the emo rap, mumble rap, uh, drill music, you know, stuff like that. Like, how do you guys feel about, um, just where we are with rap and how everything's changed since the OG days. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, I love the, I love the new shit and the old shit. So I feel like, I feel like it's a good thing that there's subgenres now because I feel like, I feel like if rap stayed the same as it was in the nineties, it would be big, but it would have gotten a little, you know, just like yeah. it would have gotten old by now. Change. Exactly. It, it has to evolve. And yeah, like, Let's put this out there now. There is a lot of terrible music, especially in the hip hop space right now. There's a lot of it, but there's also a lot of really amazing music. And you can you can listen. You can go from Tupac to Nas to Lil Baby to Big L to like who you can go to Drake and you can go to Pop Smoke and you can go. You know what I'm saying? So listen to Melly. You can go listen to Hot Boy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There's there's just so many things you can listen to now, and so. You just have to do your digging, man, because like I said, there's a lot of straight up stinkers, but there's a, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of amazing artists right now. Uh, shout out to Tame Impala, not hip hop alternative, but I think he's one of the most talented musicians on the planet. I'm going to let Jake go ahead of me first, just because I know how he feels about rap. Jake is definitely one of the, mo- the biggest rap heads that I know. Um, so I'm just let you go ahead before I go. Man, I think it's good. And people... People say that shit is like people categorize it as like music, like rap is changing, but they just listen to mainstream shit because rap, like, there's so much artists that have the old school vibes and shit. And even if, when they have old school vibes, they change it to make it modern. Like they use like 808s and right, yep. yeah, 
Yeah, I can't agree more. Um, basically, just <laughs> echoing you guys, I completely agree. I think it's great for rap. I think it's great for the industry in general. Um, and, you know, it's, it's it's like these subgenres. A lot of them are turning into big things. I mean, you see what X and Juice did with the whole sad emo rap type thing like that. SoundCloud rap. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, SoundCloud was, rap. It just really evolved. I was going to say, yeah, when we were talking about emo rap, um, rest in peace, Lil Peep, rest in peace, Juice. Right, yep. I guess yeah. X obviously, rest in peace. X. Um, I wouldn't say Mac was emo rap. Mac was amazing though. He was yeah. Mac he was had no limits, tradition. bro. And let's right. talk about this because this is a very um, broad, I'd say, subgenre name thrown at a lot of rappers that I don't think fall into this category. But let's let's talk more about mumble rap and what you guys think about that. First, like a lot of people would uh, label Lil Baby as a mumble rapper, and I completely Man, he, disagree with that. He just has a southern accent, bro. It's yeah, it's, just I, yeah. it's not yeah. like he's. Mumbling. I mean, so I mean, there there are some bars where I'm like, okay, yeah, like he just straight up mumbled that shit. But but most of the time, you can make out what he's saying, and he and he's rapping about real life shit. So it's like, even if you can't relate to it, it sounds good. Number one, number two. A lot of people don't even really know. He started rapping like five years ago. And yeah. he has so many different sounds, flows, cadences. I mean, so many things where you hear that and you're like, man, that doesn't sound like anybody. Like that right. sounds only like Lil Baby. And yeah. I think that that's really rare for quote unquote mumble rappers. If there is such a thing as mumble rappers, put Lil Baby at the top of it. Right. And that's something that I was going to say. Um, speaking about mumble rap, I feel like it's looked down upon i feel like it's like people look at it like the dirt of music um whereas honestly some mumble rap which i don't even like i said it's hard to even distinguish what you would consider mumble rap but personally like that what i would consider mumble rap and you might disagree but i consider it like 2015 2016 little yachty little uzi that type thing yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what i would consider mumble rap and i'm not gonna lie that was some cool vibes back then now it's a little out, you know, like it's, it's a little overdone, you know, too many people do it yeah. now. It's just, uh, it's just a lot of studio effects. But back then when it was first starting to come up, I wasn't really all against it. Yeah. At first wow. I was though. At first I was, cause you guys know how I was up until 2015. I was just straight J Cole logic. If it wasn't spitting try hard bars, I didn't want to hear it. But you know, then <laughs> Lil Yachty started doing what he started. Uh, doing. I remember that. That's I remember when you're playing, uh, what is that? One night? One night, Minnesota. You're playing um, one night, Minnesota. I'm like, man, what the fuck? And then that's when I started. That's when I started listening to Kodak too. That's when um, Lil Bo came out though. That album was yeah, fire. Yeah, and yeah. that's when I started listening to Kodak too. And that was thanks to these dudes I had on my AAU team. All they would do was play Kodak and it just started rubbing off eventually. What can I say? Shout out, shout out, my dog Leon. Shout out, Leon, man. I hope you're doing <laughs> good, bro. So that's a homie, man. <laughs> um, right. So speaking of mumble rap. Yep. Who are Man. some who, what? I don't got nothing to say about mumble rap, but I do got some. It's not actually a subgenre, but that fucking gibberish shit is annoying. Like who? Man, like Lil Pump? Are you kidding me? That's mumble rap, though. That's what I would That's, consider mumble rap. I wouldn't even consider that mumble because sometimes you can hear him, but then he just starts like gibberish, bro. It's not even like words. I mean, that's personally like I don't know. I've always associated mumble rap with people like Lil Pump. Yeah, but he has too much. And mumble is like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm saying this is such, it's such a touchy topic to try to talk about it because there's so uh, many different variations and so many people consider so many different things mumble rap, Pump, which I don't. Lil Pump is definitely mumble rap. You think? 100%. Are you kidding me? 
Man, so but like, who else can we th- can we throw in there? Like, w- what are some mumble rappers? Mosey? And again, and again, time out. Before we move forward, this is not mumble rap. We're not talking about it, and like, we're not talking down on it. Mumble rap, like we right, we're just describing. Been, we've been advocating that we're for all these different subgenres. So we're just saying, who are some mumble rappers? We're just asking that. Lil Pump, Lil Mosey, your favorite Lil Soda Boy, like that. He he, mumbles. my favorite was his favorite. Yeah. Little Soda Boy. Shout out Little Soda Boy. Fuck y'all. And he DM'd me one time. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Thank God. He DM'd me one time, man. Fuck y'all. All right, man. Congrats. He's dope. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, so before we wrap it up, I just want to give a very happy one month to my nephew, my godson, Damien. Gus's son, for those who don't know. Gus, go ahead, man. Say what you got to say. Man, are you kidding me? This is the sickest shit ever. I can't believe it's already been a month now. It feels like it feels like we just got home from the hospital. It really and, does. Yeah, bro. And it's just like every day there's something new going on. And yeah, I mean, this kid's like super advanced. I feel like, man, like the way he picks up his head and looks around. Bro, he was like 20 minutes old in the hospital, like looking around, both eyes fully open, just like serving the room. <laughs> and that's, that's hilarious. That falls into the topic of something we were talking about earlier with hustle. That's a whole nother reason right there to, you know, that's a lot of gas. Yeah, that's that's my why for sure. That's my why. Of course. I look at him and I, I see myself when I was younger. So it's like, it's, you know what it's kind of like, it's kind of like interstellar. Remember interstellar where at the end he goes in the black hole and he, he sees the book that he's been hitting. And it's like, he, it's like he was talking to himself. This is me basically like raising like an extension of myself. Like I get a do-over to, to raise myself. How I want it to be raised in a way. Yeah. It's awesome. Man. He, kid's awesome. I, I can't love him anymore. Um, it's just, I think it's funny that you mentioned interstellar just to tell a little, a little story about the first time Jake watched interstellar. Um, <laughs> we, we were at one of my apartments. It was like, um, it was like two, it was like one or two in the morning. And I just kept talking about interstellar and we had been drinking. We were having a good night. And he was like, yo, let's watch it right now. We were up to like four or five in the morning watching yeah. that movie. It, it, I mean, it, it never misses for me personally. But, goated. Yeah, that shows heat. Goated. 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 Man, y'all got a favorite movie? That's my favorite movie. Probably, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah, that's probably mine yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Jason loves that movie too. All right. So pretty much that's all we got for the pilot episode. Episode one in the books. Um. Like I said earlier, I truly do want to say thank you to those who made it this far. Um, we really, all three of us appreciate it. This is a triple threat podcast and we're really looking forward to it. I mean, I know I definitely, I'm super excited about this. I feel like this is something that we've been talking about for years and to finally make it happen. I'm, I'm just truly excited. So I think that's going to do it for us. Y'all want to say something? I'm ready, bro. This shit's fun. Let's, let's keep it going, man. Hopefully. Man. People can, you know, relate to it, resonate with it. And and maybe, you know, two, three years, this age is wonderfully. And people are like, just fucking with it, bro. That's all it is, man. <laughs> That's all it is, bro. I was looking at Jake. He looked like he had something to say. Facts. Man, my cat is freaking out. Jack. <laughs> Shout out to Jack Harlow. Man, Mr. Harlow. Download the fucking podcast. Yes, sir. You heard him. I'm going to put that out there. 
I don't know. I don't know what we're going to have this on. I'm assuming Spotify, Apple, anywhere you can stream podcasts. Make sure you download it. Make sure if we start a YouTube, y'all subscribe to that. Anything we do, man, y'all got to support us. You know how it is out here for the locals. Um, y'all showing love to all these big dudes who will never touch your fucking hands, but y'all won't show love to the locals. It's crazy. And like I said, I got the screenshots, man. I ain't fucking forgetting that shit. But, um, but yeah, and we man. we will have guests. And we definitely will have guests. So if you feel like you have enough to talk about on our podcast, hit us up. Y'all got my socials. I'm assuming if you're here, I don't know how else you'd be here. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I said, uh, truly thank you guys so much for coming out. I mean, not coming out, <laughs> turning on your phone and listening to us. Um, and you know, I hope you guys stick around, subscribe, download everything you got to do and have a good night, man.